Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back. Second half hour of the show. For some, it's afternoon. For some, it's morning. Marty, there are times when you have not, like, talk about coming out of left field, this question. After September, <laughs> excuse me, 27th, uh-oh, <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, no, you swallowed a bug like Taylor Swift. Hang on, you got to take it for a sec. <laughs> okay, after September 22nd, or therefore, I have no idea what September 22nd is, probably the start of around the start of training camp or is it a little earlier this year <laughs> once the preseason game ends on september 27th how okay. many times how many times will the sabers have participated in craft hockeyville um oh maybe that's why you were coughing and you were like uh choking on something you got a little craft simple that uh had a piece of plastic stuck on it how many times did that happen as it I'd prefer Yancey's fancy right about now yeah i know so. seriously right um i will mm. say Six, five, six times? Five. Five? Okay. Roberval, Dundas, Marquette, Clinton, and now, dun dun dun, West Lorne. West Lorne. Yeah. I had to Google West Lorne. I know where yeah. it is now. I'm, my question would be why? Now, first of all, I say that with all due respect for this incredible grassroots initiative which has really helped rebuild and renew so many small town rinks across canada and the u.s it's been yes. awesome but my geographical mind my nhl rivalry mind my connecting dots from players to their hometown or thereabouts like west lorne ontario has me stumped as to why this game is not Toronto-Detroit because yeah. the game is being played west of London, Ontario. Why it isn't Toronto-Boston, given that the rink is named after Joe Thornton. Yeah, and, St. Thomas, right? Yeah, but West Lauren, whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. the fact of the matter is Toronto-Boston, current great rivalry. You know what I mean? Joe Thornton. Anyway, or... Toronto and the New York Islanders, given that Bo Horvat grew up in this arena in West Lawrence. Okay. And you still have the Lamorello connection to Toronto. So now maybe part of this stems from the fact that like, I really don't care to watch Toronto, whether it's preseason or regular season, but I'm actually justified in my comment here. Like, why is it not Toronto, Detroit, Toronto, Boston, Toronto, and the Islanders? I just don't get it. Well, sometimes what's the saying? You uh, with the forest and the trees, you know, you, 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 you only look at the trees and you can't see the forest or vice versa. I don't know. Somebody mm. on Twitter hit me up with the right saying here, but one of the best rivalry over the last few years has been 
Toronto Buffalo, look at the Heritage Classic, look at the games and the intensity, and now the Tage Thompson, Austin Matthews, you know, but kind of have, like... We have no connection to West Lorne, is what I'm oh, saying. Well, well, it is, let's consider it Southern Ontario, Southern it's, Ontario, it's Buffalo. Market. Yes, I, I, I get what you said. I would think that Toronto, Detroit, to me, is like blah. Like, I don't feel like Toronto, Detroit is a big rivalry, other than it's an original six era not an original six team because there was more of a team, but original All six right. era. I don't, I don't see a um, a draw uh, as much as I see a Buffalo Toronto draw because of the two teams and 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 Joe Thornton. I totally agree with you, but I would think that Joe Thornton's going to go there and represent the Toronto Maple Leafs. And right. so, like, you're are you going to bring Joe Thornton to represent both the Leafs and the Boston Bruins? And the Bruins are probably saying, yeah, you know what, we don't want to do it. We'll do it in the States and not in Canada. I don't know. I just, I feel like Toronto Buffalo is a, is a fine, fine selection. And that's why someday you'll be in the Sabres Hall of Fame. Well, I, I'm also, I, I could say I can't I mean, wait not to that see you're the not Sabres beat the Leafs in that game <laughs> like Ryan Miller did in his speech. And uh-huh. that was fantastic, right? So um, that's why Ryan Miller is in the Sabres okay. Hall of Fame because he did okay. say it in his speech. You're on to goalies, you, of course, oh, because yeah. every single show, you always bring at minimum a singular pearl of wisdom, but more often than not, multiple pearls of wisdom. Wisdoms, if you're Latvian. Um, and you made the point earlier about all of these kids trying to make their way up yes and whether the sabers will have 13 forward spots on the roster or 14 which all comes back to how many goaltenders they keep here's kevin adams on the goaltending outlook as it stands today i understand the question on goaltending it's an extremely important position um we think about it a lot in our office like we do all positions um i i personally believe we're in a position of strength you know, when it comes to this, we, we feel that we have uh, three NHL goaltenders, um, which is a great thing to have. So we're open-minded. Um, whether we go into the season with three, it's not an ideal situation, um, but we're open-minded to it. We'll let, we'll let it play itself out. But at the same point, I'm not doing my job if I'm not in on every conversation around the league and knowing what's out there and what makes sense. And it goes back to what I said to Paul. If, if there's something we think um, will help us now and you know, set us up for sustainable success, then, then we'll, we'll look at it. But uh, I'm excited about the goaltending position, to be honest with you, going into the season. All right. What's the betting line, a wise one? How many goalies are they going to carry? And who will they be? Well, I mean, if you come to the uh, Marty Biron sports book, um, I'm I'm going to handicap this as a uh, two goalie system. No way. I'm not even taking bets on having three goalies to start the season because I don't want to have to pay it out if that's the way it goes. And I get that last year it was a necessity. Craig Anderson was a unique situation with the Buffalo Sabres, right? Um, so it became Anderson, Comrie, that they didn't start with three last year. Like it wasn't a thought at the start to go with three. They knew at some point they were going to get Lucan in some games in the NHL, but they had a two goalie system. Comrie got hurt. UPL came in and then there was, you know, a lot of goalies, a lot of bodies at the end of the season, there was four and it made a big, big 
impact on my life because I was struggling to comprehend the whole four goalie system. Now, you got to look, if one thing that we learned from Vegas winning the cup and you have to take lessons from where you see them is you have to take risk, right? You have to take risk and those risks have to pay off, but you have to take risk. You trusted a young college netminder to come in at the end of the season and give you your best chance to get in the playoffs. I have to think that weighs in a lot as to what you may be looking ahead to next year. Now he still has to earn his spot, but I would think that Devin Levi for me is the one piece that I would think if you are serious about winning, you're looking at Devin Levi as your guy. Maybe it's not to play 60 games. Maybe it's 50, maybe it's 45, but you have to think that he's the guy that gives you that confidence and you don't have to be scared of losing Comrie or Lukanen, either to waivers or in a trade, because you have to open up that spot. And if you think that at the end of camp, Levi and Comrie are your two best option, then it means Lukanen goes to the minors, you make it happen. And if it's Lukanen and Levi, your best option, and Comrie has to go to the minors, stinks, just like the start of the show where I said Gergensons and Oposo may not be 82-game players. They may be just in a certain role. Well, I'm sorry, Eric Comrie, and I'm sorry, Ukopeka Lukanen, but I'm looking at this team and I'm looking at putting the best product on the ice and making the playoffs. And I think that Levi is that guy now, still has to prove it in camp. Again, I'm excited about camp because of Devin Levi and others, but still has to prove it. But that's, I'm not going with three to start the season. If you have, if you lose one to waivers, then so be it. But mm-hmm. it's really rare that a goalie, unless there's an injury in camp or at the start of the season, gets taken on waivers right away after the end of training camp. Okay, real quick. We just heard the GM on the goalie situation. Why don't we go bigger picture and their approach now that we're a week out from the draft? Well, I don't think I'd say it's philosophy. I think you always have to be open to making our team better. And ultimately, the philosophy I have is every decision we make should should be towards helping us try to win Stanley Cup and have sustainable success. So do I believe that more times than not, it's uh, it's better to keep your first round pick and, you know, have that and build up your pipeline. And that sustainable success is met by continuing to have that pipeline um, feeder in your organization. But if we sat, um, you know, and really talked about a situation that came across that we felt was the right thing to help us to help us move closer to winning a Stanley Cup and it involved a first round pick, then we would do it. Marty, what situation would that be that they would part with the first round pick? A top four defenseman that would be uh, too good to pass on. That's really the only situation I see the Sabres moving on to uh, their pick and look, Oh, Jay Giles. There's a different scenario when you trade on pick. Oh, there, there goes Balding Lakes Wi-Fi. Uh, my one glitch of the of, of the, the show. There's a different situation if you trade your first round pick at the trade deadline. Or if you trade next year's first round pick now. You say we're going to... Because then your scouting staff is, is prepared for that situation. To trade the 13th overall pick at the draft or in the days leading up to the draft... Mm. I'm not saying it's it's a slap in the face of your or your scouting staff, but it's definitely a well. It better be too good to pass on, right? And that's how I see it. If you trade it at the trade deadline and your staff knows about it, that's fine. But 
I, I like Jerry Fortin. We sat down with him yesterday to tape episode three of our, you know, draft uh, preview show. And I feel like he deserves to go out there and make the pick at 13 because they've earned that unless too good to pass on. You know what Jerry did last night? No. Closed his laptop for one hour <laughs> and went to Bidwell Parkway to see live music. No way. I love Yay! it. <laughs> It was awesome. Anyway, inside the work's joke. all been done now, though. The work has been done. Work is never done. We call a timeout. We're back <laughs> after this on Sabres Live. WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.